to Pop of Color Pod. I'm Ruby. And I'm India. We're two women of color recapping all things Bravo through our personal lens. As women of color, we like to focus on the underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. And if we're feeling generous, we'll add even more Bravo sprinkles on top. Ruby, don't forget that as we catch up on the Bravo chaos, we also like to catch up on the chaos of our lives. And there's never a shortage of that. Here's this week's episode. Let's pop off. Um, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Coming in hot. (laughs) That is the intro, folks. Hi. I'm tired. (laughs) I'm 32. There's bags under my eyes. (laughs) Bloop, bloop, bloop. It's, um, I'm 32 and a day old and two hours. It's Ruby's birthday! Week! (laughs) Yay! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you. Oh, we're going to hold Happy birthday, dear Ruby. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Thank you. That was so good. No, I mean, my parents sang me happy birthday, but nobody else did, so. Oh, that I was like, that was my fake it. voice. I won't give you my, like, seductress, um, like. I mean, you were giving Luann. Tony Braxton, happy birthday. You were giving Luann, it was fine. All right, yeah, it was like a kid. It you was were like, giving Drew Fedora. To me, it was a mix of, like, T.I.'s daughter, um, what's her name? Um, the little one, I forget what her name is. And, uh, yeah, whatever else it was giving. It was giving very... Wow, I love that description. It's so specific. Luann and... What is that you little really girl's name? You really painted a picture. Oh. Wow, I had the name and it passed me. And it, it, I watched it her <laughs> and leave you all in one nanosecond. <laughs> Literally. Nanosecond. Because I cannot think what that little girl's name is. Um, wow, it left me again. I don't know. It was just there. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate your enthusiasm. You're a doll, a peach, a gem. I love telling people my name is Ruby, but you're the real gem. Oh, thanks. Eris is the little girl's name. Eris. Oh, great. Eris Harris. No. No. Yeah. Eris Diana Harris. Lord. Oh. And my last name is Harris, so we could be related, you know? You could also be related to Dr. Eugene. I could also be related to Jeezy because Jenkins is my mom's side of the family's last name. That's not what <laughs> Jeezy Jenkins. Oh, but yeah, Toya Bush Harris. Yes, we've mentioned this. I could be related to them. <laughs> I can't. My, my true royal family. We are um, coming at you in our typical chaos. I mean, there's no, there's no <laughs> rhyme or reason to anything that's happened in the past three and a half minutes. And that's how we like it. But that is Ruby's birthday. Bop, 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 bop. Sauce. I had champs. I had oysters. I went to a concert. It was very Ruby. In every yeah. Way. And in you had very much more. I've done a lot of shopping day. this week. The Libra. The Libra never leaves. Yeah. Got new shoes. Got a purse. Got clothes. Those shoes are um, really pretty. The ones that you showed me, at least. That you haven't oh, got, debuted yet. I got another pair today. 
on sale. <laughs> she loves it. As Jen Shaw said, we'll get to her. I can't operate on a budget. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't like to, but I can. Right. And then um, what else? Obviously, I got merch at the concert. I got a little tour hoodie. My parents sent me flowers. They're very pretty. They were like sitting outside of like my apartment because I was gone. And so I felt bad for our neighbor because there were like petals falling off. <laughs> and just, like sit and the person who delivered them set them between our apartments. So not like in front of my door. Right. Which was just. Right. Because maybe I don't so know who now, your neighbor is, but like, are those for me? And then it's not for them. And it's like, wow. He's a dude. So. None for you, Gretchen Winger, Wieners. None for you. <laughs> He's a dude. So I feel like he probably wouldn't expect flowers. So he probably was like, I hope he just didn't read my whole name, though. You know how I feel yeah. about humanity stuff. I'll get kidnapped soon enough, guys. <laughs> um jk jk don't speak things into the universe um but yeah it's it's been a week there'll be it's libra season so there'll be much more celebrating me um to come (laughs) i'm just saying a true libra homecoming's next weekend so you know gonna see my pals and be like it was my birthday last week and you didn't see me yo free shots all all weekend you want to buy me a drink see because you know i was a good friend to you 10 years ago and then the weekend after I'm having my actual birthday party because I needed a day for a party. Right. So yeah, everybody's invited, except if you're not, don't show up. Right. <laughs> Libra you season, I feel, like, I feel like Virgo season and Libra are like the busiest for me. I'm like, everyone was clearly fucking around those times because I just feel like it's always slam pack birthdays and no rest, no sleep, just birthdays and... That's it. Yeah, it was a lot of cuffing season and holiday sex that leads to these births. Oh, yeah, because when was that, like? November to December. When you were conceived? I was conceived on Christmas Eve. Ew. Ew. Yeah. Ew. I think I've told you guys, my parents, they left. I don't think I need to imagine uh, Vicky and... uh, That man. What's your dad's name? Not that man. (laughs) (laughs) What's your dad's name again? Colin. Colin. I don't need to imagine Vicky and Colin making love on Christmas Eve. To have yourself a merry, merry little Christmas. They sure did. All and I want for Christmas nice. is you. Like, no. Is your candy cane. <laughs> yep. I saw mommy kissing Santa. Okay, no. No. Nope. Stop, stop right there. <laughs> You're really tainting the holiday for a lot of people. Baby, right it's now. cold outside. I had to do ding, but baby, it's Somebody cold is ready. outside. You're like home goods on September 2nd. <laughs> cheer <laughs> oh but yes it is a glorious time and it's also like I feel like even when you're a grown-up like that back to school energy happens when the summer's over and like people are ready to like get together locally again you know yeah taking their little summer vacations you know everyone and their mom went to Italy and Greece or photoshopped like they were there and then now they're like okay I can hang out with you in person and like drink apple cider so yeah. I feel like Greece is the new Cabo Tulum, not the new Cabo, the new Tulum right now. Well, I just think like everything, like travel stuff is like, it's in trends, you know? Yeah. Like it was never someone's original thought. It's like they, you know, saw somebody else do it. And so then they did it. It's like when people went to Iceland for like that one year or when people went to Croatia. And they saw Regina George wear army pants and flip pink flip flops. Yeah, they they wore army pants and flip flops. Yep. It was very that. 
Mm. And in fact, army pants are back. I see. I've seen. So They've many. been back. I know, but I've just seen so many green cargo pants lately. Yeah. Also, I'm in a ba- battle with pants because nobody wants to fit this ass and thigh. Oh, I am too. Like I'm in between sizes, and so it's a little annoying. And then my legs are so long. So anyway. Oh, what a curse. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so today we're going to talk about Bravo because that's what this podcast is about. Is it? Oh, um, okay. As my birthday present, Salt Lake City came back last night, so literally exciting. on the birthday. I wish I could do the Salt Lake City uh, music. Okay, opera. I know. <laughs> All right, we're done. I was um, a theater kid once. <laughs> We're Same. all podcast hosts. <laughs> Same, I know, right? Like, I was too. <laughs> then our parents beat us into doing normal jobs so that we use this podcast. <laughs> so we can do our voices here. Um, anyway. Right, I was like, psych, psych your moms. I'm psych? not being a good therapist anymore. Fuck that. Um, anyway. Well, I'm saving lives, so. I with save this, lives by podcast. helping people buy homes. Yeah, you uh, house people. You're saving lives. We yeah. all save lives every day. Um, <laughs> anyways, back to Salt Lake City. Um, came back. Uh, we're going to do a little married to medicine, except, you know, I was being a slacker on the birthday week and didn't finish. So, But I saw the tweets and posts and stuff. So Yeah. I know what's You what saw what needed to be saw. And I can recap the rest. On education. You saw what needed to what be What needed to be seen. saw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now you saw what you needed to saw. <laughs> it's giving horror movie preview. I didn't even like think about my language. I just said you saw what needed to be sawed. And I didn't even think about Okay, anyway. Yes, public ivy. Um, anyways. So that's what we're gonna talk about and enjoy. Who do you do you do your popper and poopy? Poppy and poopy. I gotta stop saying popper. Poppy and poopy. Mm. I have not. Well, okay, but I have them. I ha- I did not prepare. You know, I'm a preparer, preparer, aka Capricorn. However, I did not prepare this 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 day, this here day. So I'm gonna flip flop. I'm gonna do poopy first and then poppy because I know my poopy. Ooh. Okay. And it has been. I think this. I don't know the gist of the poopy. It has been around the same poopy, and that is Lisa Rena because I'm just completely sick of her. We're um, sick of her. We've had I'm enough. Of, I'm sick of her soap opera. I'm sick of acting. her wigs. I'm sick of her wigs. Movie, but I'm just jumping in. I'm sick of her trying to pen sisters against each other. Um, we do not break up families on this podcast. Yes. Pop of color. This is pop of family. This is pop of. <laughs> <laughs> that. Listen. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think I just want her gone. And so I'm hoping that. If Raider Arline is correct and she's asking for $2 million, that Bravo is not able to give her that because Abby. And Obby. because it could be one of two things. I feel like she could be propositioning it because she feels like the drama that she's going to bring based off of the mid-season trailer or anything was going to be like, oh, I'm going to be wanted. Whereas the reaction to said drama and her this season has been very bleak. Mm-hmm. It has been very like... We want her gone. Like, I feel like that's been the... Off with her head. Pretty much. That's been the general consensus. So I don't feel like it's going to work out for her. And maybe this will 
cause her to leave because and throw a hissy fit because she's not getting what she wants which is whatever you want two million candy doesn't even make two million sweetie relax relax so she's like she planted that like story she planted that story probably like that she was never even offered that much money yeah i think she planted it and i think that maybe it could be also because she won't like a reason for her to not come back um or that would be her reason for not coming back like oh they couldn't afford me when really they just didn't want her um so i think that that is very plausible and i just want her gone and that's just the end of that and who's your poppy Mm. i didn't even think that far my poppy of the week goes out to Drumroll. I'm going to give it to my gal. Uh-oh, who is she? I don't even know. I don't know who that gal is. <laughs> so bad. Okay. Um, I don't have a poppy this week. My poppy doesn't exist because no well, one wowed me this week. the most optimistic of the two and no poppy. No one popped my, you know, popped oh. me this week. Wow. Okay. All right. My poopy this week although there's so many to choose from is Simone only because, and we'll get into it. How are we writing a couple's book when we've never actually discussed the biggest issue that we had as a couple and never actually gained resolution from that event? Yeah. The blind leading the blind. That's a terrible phrase, but you know, it pretty, pretty much is though. So that's that. Um, Actually, and worse, Anila for accusing Toya of being the one who robbed her. That. I think that that should be my poopy. That's actually, that's the collective poopy. Also, Quad. Quad and Anila will will be in tandem for the poopy. Because they were definitely, like, insinuating that that's what happened. Um, And my poppy, I will do two because you didn't have one, are... Coach and Jen Shaw because I love them and their love is beautiful. <coughs> wow, don't wait a cough during my poppy. Thank you. Oh, that was intentional. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that Ruby just ga- it was intentional. Ruby just gave me the like shocked face of like, what? Face crack. Like, what? I love them. But okay. I know she's a criminal, but I still love her. You know, I don't um, even think it's that, but we'll get into it. But yeah, I just, yeah. I just love love, but also, like, I don't know. They're just better than the other ones for now. That's it. I mean, it's the first episode, so. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about Married to Medicine, I guess. <laughs> uh <laughs> Great. We're off to an amazing start, you guys. (laughs) Um, So I I did, even though I'm like sworn off solo Anila scenes, I did watch the robbery aftermath to just see if they would say anything of interest. And they really didn't. But I just think it's very low down that Anila assumes it's somebody in their group and it has to be Toya because Toya has a vendetta against them in her mind. And also, did you notice that the only thing they took was jewelry? Like, all of her bags were there, which means fake or Old Navy. 
My whole thing is even if they were fake, what robber is going to know that they're fake while they're grabbing things? So they must have been like, wow, those are ugly. No thanks. But also, I also noticed that they had an Hermes blanket in the background, which runs, I think, like a couple grand, and an Hermes pillow on the couch. So for me, it's sketchy because if someone's coming in to rob, and let's say I'm a robber, you know, I'm not, but hypothetically, um, I'm grabbing everything. I don't know if it's real. I don't know if it's fake. I don't even have time to figure out if it's real or fake. I'll figure that shit out later when mm -hmm. I try to resell it on the market. I'm just grabbing everything I can think of that is a monetary value. So it is sketchy to me that they only grabbed the jewelry and that they ignored everything else in the, in the, you know, in the house. Yeah. It seems like it doesn't seem like anything of the kids was robbed. It doesn't seem like anything of the husband's was robbed, only hers. And so it, based off of that, it does seem and other things that will have been expressed later in the episode, it does seem like, mm, did you plant this robbery? Like for insurance, is this an insurance fraud scam? Like what's going on? Um, but yeah. And coincidentally, your cameras were down. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All very suspicious. Then our other storyline, one of our other storylines is Miss Jackie is working less and she has the new doctor and she's like working less hours. So she's having her jam with that. It was like, sure, whatever. And then she gave her a Gucci work bag and I was like, okay, money. So many nurses and I've seen nurses and doctor, doctors with that Gucci um, like uh, bag. And How much is that? It's gotta be, I'm gonna guess like 1500. That's a lot for- A thousand to fifty. You could get vomit on that, pee taxes, on that, blood on that. I mean, bad. I don't. I don't think they wear it while they're like actually in a woman's vagina, but I think that they <laughs> take it with them and then put it in the locker room or whatever. Okay. But like fashionable, but cute, and you're able to just like look trendy. But I don't know. That's not my type of Gucci bag, but maybe it's like the work Gucci bag. Who knows? Um, Apparently. But I did. I am OCD like Jackie. Like how she likes things in a certain order, and she's just like. I like things like this and like this and like that. I am so that way. So I related, which is, she's Lee, she's a Leo. So I don't really, I wonder her other signs are. I mean, there's people who are organized on all signs. I mean, definitely. But I wonder what her other signs are for her too. You know, she I has to have, she has that like a Capricorn situation, like an earth sign. Or a Virgo. Yeah, Virgo yeah. or, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Virgo or Capricorn, not Taurus. The Virgo or Capricorn placement. Yeah, my Taurus is the laziest part of me. I have so many. Most of my chart is Virgo Capricorn. Shock to nobody. It's like chill <laughs> out for five minutes of your fucking life. Okay, um, me too. Mine is I'm my like, Taurus rising that just wants great food, aesthetics, and money. No, I'm like, everyone's like, please step away. Everything will be fine. And I'm like, will it? Because my eye's not on it. Will it be okay? Oh, I can't trust it unless I see it. I need, yeah. I need to. Unless I planned it. We'll get into that later. Um, and then little Ashton Pooh planned his little dinner party for his friends. That was cute. I only saw the planning part, not the execution. Okay, so is this where you left off on the episode? I left off on Simone and Cecil with Omarosa. And she's like, so you're not talking about the fight that you had. Yeah, we don't that need to. That made you almost divorce. Yeah, skip that. But Yeah, I'm like, okay, whatever. You tell me what remaining highlights that were on the show. Okay, let's go. I'm going I'll to let you take over. 
you can drive. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I can't even do it because I'm mid laughing already. He's animated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the battle of the of the earth signs here. Um, so I would just highlight the parts that like actually mattered, right? So Toya had the party for Ashton, which was really cute. And Ashton's at the age where he likes girls. And I thought it was really cute that they, like, planned this, like, fancy, like, STK, like, steakhouse type of, like, dinner menu for, like, his friends. Because I think it's, like, like not high budget. Like, of course, you can, like, spend within your means, mm-hmm. uh, depending on the family. But make it classy. You know, you can still get decorations depending on your means, of course, from, I mean, Party City, of course, or Dollar Tree. And make it, like you know, like, turn it into something that looks fancy. Yeah, like, kids don't know what, you know, like, it's kind of ridiculous because we'll watch some of the other Housewives shows with the things that the moms plan. Right. Like, you can make a very nice party for kids who don't, like, li- need extravagance. Yeah, because kids don't want the extravagance. Kids don't care about Gucci shoes. They care about Paw Patrol. Like, they care about... Come on, lessons. <laughs> Kids, you can give a kid an empty box. Paw Patrol. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, not 12, but like, you know, you can give a kid, obviously a little kid, like a box, and they'll be so happy playing with the box versus the the toy that came in the box. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, But anyway, I see the message. Yeah, so yeah, it was a cute party. Um, Ashton had a little little crush, but she didn't come because she had COVID. But they like made a whole dinner menu. Girl. I mean, school and, like, you know, all the germs pass around school. But um, they, like, made a cute menu, like, steak and chicken and, like, french fries and macaroni and cheese. And it was, like, really cute (laughs) because Eugene came in with the steak and he's like, I want to present you your steak. And Ashton just started laughing. And I'm like, like, laughing, like, you know, like, oh, that's so funny. But they do that in restaurants. So he wanted, I could tell Eugene was like. Yeah, he was just embarrassed because he didn't realize what his dad was doing. Right. Um, but yeah. Ashton also, I'm like, he's got to be a Capricorn because he asked his friend, he's like, I'll pay you a dollar if you help me, uh, put something on the table. Like, I forget what it was. I was like, oh, paying Come your friends to help you. Come on business. And I looked through Toya's post and he's a Capricorn Aquarius cusp. So. Oh, here we go. <laughs> me. He sees greatness. <laughs> he sees greatness. Um, yeah. So anyway, that happened. And then everyone got together. Um. Okay, I don't know why I said everyone got together. That wasn't oh, the case. Oh, but Heavenly... Wow, this is why we don't let India report. <laughs> no, Heavenly was with... I don't even know who she was with, but she was talking about her mom, and her mom had just passed away, and I guess she mm-hmm. went to a prophetess who told her that, like, her mom, who struggled to walk, obviously, was dancing in heaven and that she was okay, and they were just talking about how she felt at peace knowing that, which is really nice. That was, like, a sweet Heavenly yeah. moment, which we get... Few and far between. Um, <laughs> for someone named Heavenly, we don't get a lot of heavenly, heavenly moments. <laughs> not a lot. Um, then they had a party. Jackie had a party to celebrate, like the COVID, because the COVID relief that they were doing, or the COVID testing. Oh, yeah. So she yeah. had a party to celebrate that. But girl had it outside with the warmers. I'm like, there's no way. It was 41 degrees outside. Who is Ooh. outside for a party? And she figured because of COVID, let's have it outside. And I'm like, you just wanted to do something low budget. You she just also didn't... probably didn't want people inside her house because they're gross. She didn't want people. In... I mean, but it was only the cast of Mer- Merit's Med. 
Oh, it was literally like the eight of them? It was literally the men and the women. Wow, <laughs> Jacqueline, what are we doing? I'm like, what's happening? Like, you didn't even have to set anything up out here. So she had like a food truck for barbecue and all of that and like the heaters, but obviously no one is warm. She literally um, said bare minimum. <laughs> bare fucking minimum. Um, That's not Leo style. We got to figure out what her chart is because she sounds messy boots. Messy boots. And then Heavenly and Definitely know the news, the emplacements. Sorry. No, you're fine. (laughs) But everyone showed up um, and Heavenly said that she was going to get Damon a plate and Simone was like, you're not going to, like, you're going to get him a plate. I'm not getting a Cecil a plate. And she was like, that's why y'all don't have sex all the time because you don't get your man a plate. Jesus fucking Christ. Heavenly is so annoying. (laughs) So would you, like... In general, as a, like, would you get your man a plate at a barbecue or at anything? I would get him a plate if he got me a plate. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Reciprocal energy. But not that it's the expectation that I'm always getting him a plate. Exactly. It's that one of us is getting the other one a plate. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like, no, bitch, you're on your own. It's like, no, if I know what you like, like, I can get you a plate. But also, if you know what I like. And I want to go to the bathroom or I'm talking to my friend because it's my fucking TV show. Get me a fucking plate. Yeah. I think the reciprocity with me now is like, <clears throat> if I cook, I'll make the plates, right? Because I'm already in the kitchen. Like, yeah. I know what you like. I know the portion sizes, whatever. But get your own leftover, like refills, whatever. The refills. Mm-hmm. But. Come on, <laughs> Silver Diner with the refills. But then he pays if we go out to eat, you know, or if he grab something well, to it's eat. an equal partnership it's an equal partnership time. so if you do what you what you do for him he should be doing for you you know what yesterday i asked him i was like can you grab me some tampons like and like show me when you get there because i have like a specific kind organic obviously and he did it like i didn't ask you know like some men would be like oh i'm not doing that or like or i feel like some women need to justify and be like oh i'm sorry like you know i just don't feel well can you get that for me like if that's yeah. not a problem whatever I just was like, I'm just going to say it. Like, can you get me this? I'm not going to apologize for yeah, it. It was a normali- test. You're normalizing the situation. Yeah. It w- and it was kind of a test, too, of like, are we going to do this? And okay, he was just test. like, yeah. So, like, he, because I never asked him before. I don't think so. Anyway, I may have. But he FaceTimed me. He showed me all the tampons, grabbed the ones that I needed. And then someone at the register told him, like, wow, you're a great man, like, for getting her tampons like a lot of men won't do that and he's like what this it's not a big deal yeah this should be normal she needs tampons i'm gonna get her tampons I'm and putting i was like my inside her i can buy other things that go inside okay me. i was like oh yay like it made me happy to know that, like, it wasn't a I'm problem i'm not trying to objectify your genitalia yeah but i know what you mean so i think when there's a reciprocity like of that sort it makes sense but i'm not just gonna cater to my man and i do think that damon caters to her so maybe like that's the reciprocity and i think that's what she never highlights yeah like she intentionally wants to act like she's just but this is like handmaid's tale or something right yeah like she she keeps wanting to act like what we do is biblical and blah 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 and it's like very drew it's very drew um oh don't even get me started on that no, if your man wants a baby, you give him a baby. Girl, go fuck yourself. Like, shut up. Or let Ralph hit on his assistant again. Leave me alone. Like, what like, are you talking about? Um, and then Simone yeah. was like, look, I give him head whenever he wants it. And I do doggy style. So 
And then does she give him head whenever she wants? Whenever he wants it. I don't know. I think like, um, not seen that like literally an hour ago. Exactly. I feel like I just saw that this season. That she's like, yeah, that she literally was thinking. I was like, you giving him head whenever he wants. When did that start happening? That's and like literally a falsehood. What is Jackie's husband's name? Um, Curtis. I love Curtis. Curtis was like head and doggy style. I don't need no play. <laughs> <laughs> They're easy, those men. <laughs> those men, they're just easy. I just, yeah, like, and that's the only time that I get some type of way about, like, Atlanta and Married to Medicine and um, Potomac. Jersey? Like, oh. In Jersey a little bit too, but, but usually it's, like, the ones that are, like, you know, Black cast or Latino cast is, like, the deference to the men or, like, what kind of wife are you or if you don't have a husband or you don't do it. Yeah. You know I mean, like, it's just so reductive that that's the conflict sometimes. And it's just like, y'all don't have anything else to talk about. And also, like, the intimacy that, that like, the Married to Medicine cast shares on television is what, like, makes us laugh and love them a lot. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like, I would not want to, even with, like, my closest friends, I don't want to be talking to their husbands like that or, like, in front of them like that. It's just, like, not my sense of humor. Yeah. It depends on the friend, but it really has to be people that you're comfortable with. And that, like, you have a respectful boundary in reality with. You know what totally, I mean? Totally, totally. Because um, there's very few people I could do that in front of. And they... That, like, that are the other partner as right. well. You know what I mean? And, like, not feel like... Because it's still private. You know what I mean? I don't like talking about my sex life in front of my friends. No matter how great it is. I'm like, mm, no, I'm good. Yeah, I just don't get, like... I make lots of, like, lewd jokes, but I just don't get like sharing intimate stuff sometimes it depends anywho now that we've gotten that out of the way um, um any other happen. goodies uh oh then after that toy toya asked eugene to grab her a plate and he did so that was pretty funny that it was just like a funny whatever. little scenario yeah no right i like it. um so then they get into the nitty-gritty of talking about anila's house breaking in like them breaking Jesus. someone breaking into her house and I think they asked Anila, like, did you have cameras on? And Anila said no. And Toya was just start chuckling. Like, like not, it was like a, a nervous, like awkward laugh. Like you didn't have your cameras on, like how stuff, how stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, that was a learning lesson for us all. And Contessa um, was basically like, Anila was just so acting so heartbroken or not acting, but, or whatever. And so, yeah, she just, seemed so heartbroken. Seemed just so heartbroken about, her house getting broken into and yeah. Tessa was basically saying like but what is there what would anyone want to steal from you yeah that was what Contessa was saying in the confessional like what yeah. would steal? <laughs> and then Quad was like well Carrie said that someone got That's a hit bad. on her in the neighborhood a hit on you in the neighborhood and so then Contessa Stupid. was like a hit on her in the neighborhood let's let's dictionary what a hit on someone is and that's a murder for hire <laughs> they are delusional like who who is and they're like how is carrie able to know her own mom probably so the funny thing is that toya said that she had a party at her house from 1 p.m to what after 1 a.m and that no one saw anything going on in the neighborhood because she lives right up the street i guess from anila and no one saw anything and so toya was insinuating that it was an inside job at aka anila and her husband setting it up yeah um and then it just from there escalated into other things where toya was telling quad um that heavenly was the one that told her that 
like someone was talking about her family. Yeah. And so then, of course, Heavenly storms off because it's Heavenly doesn't want to admit it, obviously, but Heavenly blamed it. I won't say blamed it, but I do feel like she blamed it on her mom just passing away. Yeah. Yeah. Like the same thing that Rena did. Like, my mom just passed away. Like, yeah. And it's like, but you're always acting this way. So, yeah, you were doing this long before your mom died. Yeah. You were inserting yourself, telling people's business way before your mom passed away. So, but then she um, she tried to storm off and the door was locked. And so she couldn't do a proper storm. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. I saw that like, video. I saw that video. I could not. And she was just like, I'm ready to go, daddy. And someone was like, it's time to go, daddy. Like one of the guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, the way that they probably clown him about her calling him daddy in front of everyone is probably hilarious. I'm, listen, daddy is not as bad as every time he calls her buddy. Ooh. I shudder. Buddy. I don't know what's worse. Daddy or buddy? No, buddy's way worse. He'll like, he'll go, don't talk about that. Hey, buddy. He goes, don't talk about that, buddy. Ew. (laughs) Gross. Daddy. But would you rather hear daddy all there? Buddy. Daddy. Daddy. Or buddy. Okay, voice work. I said I want to hear daddy. Even Really? Just like that? Daddy? Yeah. Hey, Daddy. Yeah, because I'd laugh every time. She sounds like the girl off of Ozark. What's her name? Julia Garner. Yes. <laughs> she won an award <laughs> for that, so maybe Heavenly did too. Oh, Lord, Daddy. Um. <laughs> anyway, so then Heavenly starts, like, blowing up. She's just like, my man dig big. I don't need to, like, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, she always is so random. Like, her arguments, she, I hate when people are not good arguers. Like, argue the points that are being presented. Don't right. start bringing in random facts about, like, trying to explain, like, you're so happy. Why would you be involved in this? Because you are involved. There's footage every day. My like, man dig big. She's, <laughs> you're heavenly. We need to work on your heavenly. <laughs> But her accent is hard. Like, it's a very specific. Daddy, that's all I got. Um, then Simone was giving Toya a pep talk because Toya's feelings are obviously hurt. And she's just like, it just seems like no one ever cares about what I'm going through. No one ever cares. They just want to, like, throw daggers. And Simone's like, you know, she has a great heart. And it hurts. Her. Like, her mm-hmm. feelings are actually hurt. And I don't get why people are so against Toya. Like, I don't. You know, you know I love a conspiracy theory. I was thinking about it when I was watching this episode and the credits were rolling at the beginning. Mariah is still an executive producer of this show. Really? In season one, Mariah got into a fight with Toya and never yeah. forgave Toya for making her look like a street urchin. Yeah. So I, I feel like this that. is Mariah's doing because people are have been coming for Toya's ass for the whole nine years. I had no idea she was still a producer. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, Mariah, for working yourself in, always making a check regardless hmm because that's why she used to say that thing about being nucleus or the glue or whatever yeah because she started the show and she started it um but yeah like that's what happens when you cross her she's still coming for toya nine years later because she probably like eggs them on to be against her i wonder what mariah do we follow her on um pop of color i don't think so I don't even know what her Instagram is. Just anyway. She's not an active cast member. Yeah. But that's all that Yeah, happened. no, I feel bad. I hate, because I can, I feel like it's very evident that they are always ganging up against Toya. Like, whoever can gang up against her does it all the time. And I just don't get it. I don't think she deserves all that. But I noticed that the new girl wasn't there, and 
Thank goodness. But because I, I was wonder. so pro her and then all of a sudden I wasn't. Because my whole thing is if you're going if you're going to do all that, you really have to diabolically put together a plan to mm-hmm. then be the audience favorite. Because if not, you're just not gonna be on the show anymore. Correct. I agree. Because people love Toya more than you. Yeah, like I love Toya. Even when yeah. she's wrong, I love her. She's just so funny. And yeah. like she and you have such family. a good dynamic. Yeah, yeah, she has nice kids. Like it's just a great time. Yeah, well, that's all for Merit to Med. Do you want to like take a break and then come back for Salt Lake? Yeah, because I need water. We'll be back. Sorry to everybody's dogs. Like, we really have been giving in on that. Holy Mormon music. Holy mountains. Holy. <laughs> Holy mountains of molehills. <laughs> You're a real Bravo fan if you get that reference. <laughs> um. Anyways, so, um. yeah, Salt Lake City's back. I So last night I came, like I said, last night I, like, celebrating my birthday went to dinner went to a concert and i came back to my hotel and i was like um i asked my friend i was like do you think they have bravo while i was like laying in bed just like answering messages and so she found it and they were like just showing the last five minutes of the episode like replaying and i was just like washed over with such a feeling of joy and i was like yeah, I was like, they all look so fucking good. And Heather's there too. And I was just so <laughs> elated. Uh, I was watching Lisa not apologize to Seth. And the I was invigorated. It was amazing. Oh, that apology. That apology. But let's, today I watched it. And so let's take it back to the beginning. Let's go back to the back 2019 the footage. That's when the Shaking. earth and the stars all aligned. I was shaking at the clips that they chose from that footage. They're so the professionals. That cast, I mean, that those producers are shady. They're not okay. shady. They're artists. I mean, artists, shady artists. Emmys 2023, we're calling. Forget, yeah. below, don't d- nominate Below Deck Med again. Nominate The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City because that, my friends, is editing, story, visuals i don't know what awards people get for it but nominate them and elect them character development like it i was just thinking they gave jen describing her job they gave meredith and lisa talking about how they've been friends for over a decade and everything that they love about each other and then they gave heather and whitney talking about their relationship and bond and then it goes immediately into all of that collapsing on all fronts. Yep. That is Shakespearean. Biblical. It was Lady great. Gaga on tour, jumping out of the sky at the Super Bowl that one time. It was good. <laughs> it was magic. No, it really, it really was. Like, it told such a backstory so that even if you had never seen... Sorry, people, I've had a couple of beers. That's why I'm a little, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, if you have never seen Salt Lake, you would have still gotten a backstory based off of that. Like they did a really good job. Little thing, yeah. They really did like get a do a good job to pull in those people who were probably watching because of the hype or because they've heard about the mm-hmm. trial mm-hmm. and are just watching now. Yeah. And also just to say like look at all these things that happen and look at what's about like the fact that they already gave us just all the snippets of the battles that are to be had amongst the five of them is just glorious that was literally one of the best intros i think i've ever seen for housewives glorious i was elated as well you say you were invigorated Um, i was elated and then so it opens and we have like two what what regular salt lake viewers would call oddball pairings for meeting up First, we had um, Jen and Meredith meet up at like a little um, jacuzzi and wine situation. And then we had, and they were mortal enemies. And then we had mortal enemies, Heather and Lisa meet up for lunch. So we'll do Lisa and or Meredith and Jen first. Mm-hmm. So they meet up. Meredith is like, we've moved past it. Jen expressed very clearly her, um, what is that word? like remorse yeah remorse thank you for what she did and she was also very understanding of what I was going through and which I believe and I think is fair yeah because I mean death is not something most people play with when it comes to death in families well and that Meredith was also a little bit out of control but and so is Jen season one Mm -hmm. and Meredith was out of control season two so now Meredith sees like hey I can't be that harsh on her because now I know what she was going through yep and then they just talk about how Meredith hasn't seen Lisa since what happened at the reunion. And like, she doesn't know how she's going to approach her and all this stuff. And there's a reason Jen Shaw is one of my top five housewives of all time. She was like, if I was Meredith, I would money monetize that garbage trash or t-shirts. Exactly. I was like, come on queen Shaw. Shaw amazing forever. And Literally. then the same way candy thinks. Is like exactly <laughs> like she's business minded she was very successful despite being a criminal like yeah. it wasn't just the crimes that she was successful at she was also successful at other business mm-hmm. and just um, being jen shaw yeah and she was successful at the business of being jennifer shaw and then um at first i was like really like wow heather really will do anything to be on screen but then I got, I kind of understood that she was pretty much the only person that Lisa could talk to. Cause now that we don't have Jenny or Mary, although she had kind of burned the bridge with Mary also, yeah. um, all Lisa has left is Heather and Whitney. So mm-hmm. she has to literally, and I will get into it later with the party, but like Lisa is kind of from below right now. Well, she yeah. just like, she has no one right now because yeah. she lost her two best friends and now she has to scramble to the two people she has hated for the mm-hmm. past season. Yep. So it looks for really, help. it's it's getting desperate. As um, I mean which is unfortunate because remember I was a little Barlow head last year. I know. I mean it's really getting desperate, even though I do still love Lisa Barlow. It's like Heather said, she's scraping the bottom the bottom of the barrel to ask for help. And it's giving like you can see it, the dis- the disparity. Yeah on her um, like honestly lisa lost a little bit of her glimmer for me this episode we'll see if that changes across the season but i really like i wasn't into any of her little one-liners i like didn't enjoy anything about her this episode i mean it started off kind of weird with the diet coke it's like all right because remember she was telling her husband john goodbye 
And she had the Diet Coke from oh, the yeah. gas station. It's like, all right, we're already starting. Yeah, I mean, she has her bits. She's never letting go of them. Um, and then we do like a little scene of Whitney with Heather and Heather goes over and sees that Whitney's daughter is writing about like the pros and cons of guys. And Heather... Is it writing there? No. Okay, sorry. Wow, those beers really do a number. No, I thought I heard like some rumbling. So I was like, what is that? No, I don't know. Um, At least nothing new because my fridge has made the same noise for the past year we've done this. So Yeah, no, I don't know what that was. But Heather is like advising her kind of cousin niece on her pros and cons of guys and she literally was like x this out x this out never gonna happen and then she just said settle 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 and i was appalled really probably she probably thought she was being funny but that sounded so pathetic i mean maybe there's another way to say like compromise or be realistic yeah but settle 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 like that's the advice you're giving. That's a lot, world. yeah. And I mean, she is a cancer, so you know, woe is me, poor me. I'm never going to be happy again. You settle, know? settle for what you can get, and it's like that. Isn't that what probably that led you to your first husband, and then you guys divorced for a reason? So don't tell. Yeah, so like, are you going to little get girl with high ambitions? Settle. Yeah. Like, are you going to be even worse than what you did before? And also, you have three daughters. Is that where you're telling yeah. your daughters? to settle so, for anything but we know get. that i'm i'm not a fan of her so yeah no and then i was shocked because like i was kind of over whitney like this is how you know easily swayed i am i was very over whitney last year but then when she decided that like she was separating herself officially from the mormon church i was like that's a great story to learn mm-hmm. and like for people who don't know like ourselves like learning the process of what that means and what you have to do and this seems so intense like it's very cult. It's very cult. Like they're able to come to your house, check on you when you haven't come to church recently. You still it's have like to very donate. Scientology. It's very, very Scientology. Um, yeah. And but basically I, tell people like, if your name isn't in this book, you're damned. <gasps> That's intense. Yeah. And it was like very interesting to see the juxtaposition of her doing that. And Heather, even though Heather has said a ton of, you know, like not crazy, but she's said a ton, a ton of things against Mormonism on the show, like openly, repeatedly, and like been like, I'm over it. She's like, I can't do that thing because that's going to be the knife in my family's back. And I'm like, girl, all the other things you did weren't that. Yeah. Like that wasn't bad enough. Okay. But I guess it's more of a mental thing for her. I think also of like this connects me to my family and if i don't have this am i still connected to them are we still you know in that feeling when you leave the church of like because i get this i've heard this a lot where it's like they weren't in the church so i don't know where they are like heaven or hell they're probably in hell and it's like maybe for her thinking that same kind of like mentality like if me and my parents like aren't together in this book of mormonism or whatever then like we won't be together after life in the afterlife. And it's like, oh, it's, that's like really bad. <laughs> yeah. And I, but I just, I don't think, I don't know. Like definitely she's struggling with it mentally. I just feel like she's just doing this thing where she's trying to have her cake and eat it too. And it's like, obviously religion is much more complicated than how organized religion presents it to us. Yeah. So much, you know, everyone 
decides and ascribes their own meaning to these things. Mm-hmm. But it just like, I just was like, that's an interesting thought that out of all the things she's done, I know that that's definitely the most final one. And so like, that's nerve wracking, right? It's like, you're finally stepping away from everything officially in a way that you can't undo it. So it was just interesting to see that juxtaposition. Can you, can't you undo it? I mean, and that's my whole thing is like, if you were to take your name out of the Mormon church. I don't think you can put it back. You can't put it. Don't they put people's names there? Cause I think, what? Don't they put people's names there that like come tomorrow? Like. Maybe, but I think if, if they're just new and never had joined, but I think if you were a part of it and then you turned your back on them, they're like now it's over you can never come back so what if you come back to the mormon church and like your name would never be in the book again yeah that makes no sense well no one said it did (laughs) that's like literally the point that's the point yolanda (laughs) Um, it makes no sense so we had that and then um it's Coach Shaw's birthday, so Jen Shaw's learning to operate on a budget. I said, come on, Libra Sun, Capricorn Moon. And the um, party looks good, but again, Capricorn, I mean, again, like Capricorn, control, so. Oh my, when she said like, well, I would have done this part like this, I was like, oh, there I am. Um, also, I'm so sick of the variation on the Roaring Twenties or a Casino Night or a James mm-hmm. Bond. Like when they said Harlem Nights, I thought people were going to be like in hoops and jerseys and stuff. No, that is Harlem Globetrotters. (laughs) Harlem Nights was a movie with Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Well, I'm that person in Utah that Shaw was warning Jenna And that's why he was like, but there are no black people here. She's like, well, I brought, I invited your bros. And when she said bros, I knew exactly what she meant. I was like, she's talking about Omega Sci-Fi. And yeah. he was like, which ones? And she's like, the ones that live here. And I'm like, how many could that be? Like three? He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, we met Big Baby. Big Baby. Which I prefer Big ah. Baby over Big Daddy. Or what was it ever? Yeah, Big Daddy. <laughs> Big it Baby so- is 6'8". That's always attractive. Yeah. <laughs> Big Daddy wanted a cranberry and orange juice. Unattractive. No, no. She um, said a Shirley but- Temple. <laughs> listen before we get to the before we get to the party we had meredith and seth do a bit they're in another new house i kind of get it but i also feel like it's just weird um they're renting a new house every year like that's stressful that's stressful i know that they have the money but it's just like why are you doing that? Like, to move your, all of your belongings. Like, are they just doing month-to-month leases? And then when they aren't filming, they just, like, put everything in storage and travel? Like, what? I have no clue. Because when she said empty nesters, I'm like, well, your kids were still grown, though. Like, yeah. they could work for themselves, take care of themselves. Like, you guys could have always traveled. So I don't... That didn't make any sense to me, because it's like... Your kids were all grown and like well, Brooke was age. lingering to get screen time. Okay. Well, I mean, and I guess they couldn't say that. Well, we couldn't travel because Brooks wanted to have screen time or I don't know what, what the issue was, but I'm like, okay. Yeah. But I, Seth getting ramen noodles. I was like, this is so down to earth. <laughs> I don't think so. I think he just, it's tacky. I mean, I, every now and then I love a ramen noodle. Every well, now and then like, I love I think he's just that person who's like 
I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. He just is gross. So anything he does, I can't find commendable, mm. including wearing that fedora in 2022, please. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I, when Meredith was talking about looking into Lisa's financials, I was like, what all these bitches forget is that Meredith used to be a lawyer. Yeah. Now she's a dopey jewelry quote designer, aka somebody designs and she just puts her name on it. But that motherfucker is a lawyer. (laughs) And so the way that she was like, here's the public records, like, you know, she's pulling an Audra on Married to Medicine or she's pulling up whatever, like all these people know how to find things. So like once you've triggered them and set them off, like you made the wrong enemy. And I think Lisa knows that, which is why she's already doing her little. Yeah. They're both sad. Sages, so both of oh, them yeah. hold grudges. They're both gonna, of them are feisty. Both they're gonna of them burn say shit everything they down don't mean. To the ground. Both of them have cheating allegations because Sagittarius are quite um, promiscuous. Why have one when you can have five? Uh-oh. Is a lot of their mentality. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, and not Uh-oh. saying that either one of them have actually Uh-oh. cheated. I think out of the two of them, Meredith would be the cheater out of the two of them. Yeah, but just in general, I don't even like doubt the rumors because Sagittarius just move that way like they're just very they don't want to be tied down all the Uh-oh. way they want to have some type of freedom um Uh-oh. somebody feels some type of way about Sagittarius we gotta find out who she knows that's a Sagittarius oh <laughs> you already know who's a Sag we'll have to find out offline girl you already know I don't think it's who you think it is it's not who you think it is. I mean, it is oh. who you should think. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I forgot about that. Yeah, this was like, what? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Shout out to technology, y'all. Come on, computers. Uh, <laughs> oh, love him dearly. Um, it's a family yeah. member. I love him dearly. Um, I don't want <laughs> any, any drama. That's why I'm like, hold on. You know I'm want... weak too, is because I was on a trip a few weeks ago. Um, with a group of friends and it's like one of my really close friends and then like another one of his mm-hmm. friends and they were talking about and he's a Sagittarius they were talking about his behavior in college and he goes wow if I wasn't in this friend group what would you guys even have to talk about because that's all they did was kept like talking shit on his past his uh promiscuous past I mean a fire but definitely a Sag um uh, but there are some hot Sagittariuses in the world mm-hmm sad okay well moving on uh yeah sad on sag violence is the best kind of violence so i can't wait to watch them continue to blow up at each other for sure um Um, and so they did the party meredith looked the best out of everybody at the party mm -hmm. i like jen second because i loved all the little her eyeballs but um i liked uh angie's outfit too yeah we're we're gonna find out about angie k so she is She's a high school classmate of Heather's, and then she's also been friends with Jen since college. So it's like very small circles in that Salt Lake mm-hmm. City. Um, so I'm interested to learn more about her. She like let she did the housewarming. This isn't Angie I can tolerate, even though I think the Angie I hate will be on later this season. And then, yeah, so that was pretty much it. I mean, they had the party. It was really cute. You know, Jen did a speech and. You know, she and Coach Shar are having a tough time because obviously they don't know for everything that they're doing what's going to be the last event, you know, that they're together for, which was the last birthday or anniversary, all that stuff. That was a little, like, um, tear-jerking. I could tell, like, both of them were, like, sad thinking about it. Well, that's why I was saying, like, they were my 
poppies of the week because like I think that they do have a very genuine loving relationship that's not out of like financial interest yeah you know what I mean like I think they have a very true bond and have been like true ride or die and now that will be proven further um through whatever she has to go through um and then I was weak when he he and the bros went got down and all the white people were just like yeah (laughs) when he got lit with his brother (laughs) after the cake I was like it brought me back to college and just witnessing some performances I can go my whole life (laughs) my whole entire life um just fine and then jen was trying to dance in the background of it i was like girls stop her and lisa i'm like please stop please no no lisa stop (laughs) stop that was probably me in college they were like no you don't do that you don't partake (laughs) um but yeah meredith was the best i loved like her hair her makeup um the look like it was just very subdued and like nice you know like yeah i've never seen her in curly hair before i don't think i feel like she yeah and i like it when they do wavy like i hate when white girls do the like afro kind of Mm -hmm. girls you know when it's like a 70s party and stuff i'm like Like, kyle Kyle richards oh (laughs) piss me off it it just like also just doesn't look good dorit i think dorit did it too and it's just like it did not look good and as we said we always we loved big baby heather was ready knows how they should be dating men of color <laughs> maybe he cut this part heather <laughs> i just i don't even think we need to cut it because i don't know either i was like i, I, I feel like she like puts on yeah like she just like puts on a little bit like yeah. oh big baby big daddy that yeah was but like she can't yeah you gave heather some heavenly but <laughs> but i just like don't think she's a down ass bitch you know what i mean I think she could like, be. I think she's an ally, but I don't know if she I think can. she's an ally, but, like, she's still, you know. I don't know what her dating pool she's looks like. She's still giving like. Utah. She's still Utah. Yeah, I don't know what her dating pool is giving. I think it's giving, like, I want to. I think her dating pool is giving. Diversify. Nobody. I feel like maybe she would want to diversify and be hip, but getting from point A to point B, closing it's that gap is, like. Rose. Yeah, it's gonna be a rocky. They should give her a solo dating show like they gave Shep from Southern Charm. Oh god, she would deserve it more than Shep. Ugh. Why did Shep ever get that? What a flop. What a flop flop of a show. What a flop of a man. Like Yikes. You know what sign he is. What is he? An Aries. (laughs) (laughs) It's also his birthday this week. Bloop. Mm-hmm. Ew. I know. Luckily, not the same day as mine. Praise. Praise God. Praise be. Someone said that. <laughs> praise be. I they were talking about church, and they were like, praise be. They're like, wrong one. Amen. <laughs> and then um, the end of the episode was just like Lisa pandering to Heather and Whitney, which that mm. was very sad to witness when she was like, a king for a queen? A king for a queen? I was like, what are you saying? Like, none of her little lines were cute. Um, and then like somehow she had like hugged Meredith hello and then later she like kind of started talking to Seth and I don't think that was the right angle to try and like pander to Seth about um, what had happened between her and Meredith like that's 
I think it could have been if she didn't make it about herself. I think if she didn't, the like, offer the excuses. The way that it was a complete non-apology was so bad. Yeah, like, because I do think that she's apologetic, right? I think, but I think that she's apologetic. I think she's remorseful that she got caught. I don't think she feels bad. I think more so remorseful, but I also, but you know how, like, sometimes you're drunk or you no, just. I don't drink alcohol. And you say a lot of shit. And then you look back on it, you're like, fuck, like, I was so fucking drunk. Like, I don't even really recall saying so was she that. Drunk? I feel like they were all drunk, like, and had been drinking. But yeah. what I can say is when you apologize, you just, you say, like, look, like, I'm sorry. Like, there's no excuses for it. I'm sorry you leave it at that. Like, I didn't mean to hurt you. Like, I was drunk. And, but I am sorry. But I feel like she just woe is me a little bit too much. That's, like, trying to get sympathy. But... Yeah, I don't think that she had any words of apology in that whole Mm -mm. speech. First of all, like she should have started out with like, hey, Seth, I'm really sorry about what I said last year. She said I'm sorry a lot, but it was a lot of, but she she said I'm sorry, but she said, but there was a lot of, but like I was going through a lot and no one asked how I am. That's not a apology either. And like all the girls were telling me that Meredith wasn't my friend. I don't care how much you drink. Like, and I don't believe that all drunk words are sober thoughts because like I've said that time and again, that like, sometimes I get drunk and I just say crazy shit because I like to cause mayhem, Right. but it's not harmful stuff. Um, when you have that much rage against some, someone like, mm-hmm. that is supposed to be one of your best friends of over a decade, you have been harboring those feelings about that person. And it slipped because yeah. you coerced drunk, in whatever yeah. way, Yep. you know? So whether it was the producer, whether it was alcohol, whether it was other people pressuring you, like those words only come out of your mouth if it's somewhere deep inside. Yep. She actually felt that way. And so like I'm shockingly team Meredith only in the sense of that conflict in that like if somebody that was one of my best friends said all of that and I've had that happen. I think I've said it on the show already. Like someone did that to my face and told me everything that they had actually thought about me for like three whole no like five years of knowing me they said every single thing that they hated about me and it was like something I could kind of feel under the surface and yeah. then it just like came to fruition so I really don't know like where she how she's going to come out from behind so I'm hoping she at least just does some entertaining stuff because otherwise like it could be very end of the road for her I feel like yeah mm. Cause if she doesn't have like, cause she doesn't have a lot of good personal story. Like we never see really good individual storylines for her. Her storylines have always been in relation to the other women. So if she can't even get them to cooperate with her, she's going to have a really hard time continuing on the show. Yeah. I think that obviously the tables are going to turn because Whitney and Heather then get into it. And so then it's Whitney and Lisa versus Heather, Meredith and Jen. And then Jen admits that she did all the things that she said she was innocent about. And so I think that that's going to cause further like shifts in the dynamic. And so Mm -hmm. I think there's hope um, for our Miss uh, High Baby Gorgeous, but we'll see. All right. Well, bye, Baby Gorgeous. That's our show. Yeah, that's it. You guys remember to um, follow us, tell other people about us. That's how we uh, just generate more listeners and for more chaos. Follow us at uh, at Pop of Color Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, I can't. Do you wait. have any weekend plans? 
yes, I'm going to a wedding. Oh, I forgot. I'm going to be MOH, girl. I wrote my speech last weekend, so I'm ready, Freddie. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. All right. Um, Me. It'll be good. I told you, Libra season is busy. Yeah. Wedding, homecoming, birthday party. Let's fucking go. Yeah, I plan to And it'll be Scorpio season, and we can all cry. Yeah, you're a busy bee. This weekend, I'll be working. That's about it. So yeah, tell your friends, your foes, your felines. And we will see you later, hoes. <laughs> I got hoes. In different, different area codes. Area codes. Hoes. Okay, Nate Dog. Hoes. Hoes. We need sleep. Goodbye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>